0: You're listening to Africa Business Radio, where you get up-to-date insights on the Africa business landscape. Log on to www.africabusinessradio.com. Your favorite shows are available as podcasts. Download them on our website and mobile app. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa.
1: the bal bal with red tape africa follow us on all social media at red tape africa and tweet at us using the hashtag red tape africa red tape africa economic policy impact in plain english doing business in africa can be complicated Politicians sometimes create circumstances that hurt businesses and consumers, and then they hide behind a wall of to avoid taking responsibility for their bad economic policies. On Red Tape Africa, we slice through the jargon, drawing a direct link between government actions and their effects on businesses across the continent. Red Tape Africa is where we break down the jargons of business and economic policies in plain English, so that you can understand how the impacts on your business end on you. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday on Africa Business Radio as we deliver an impartial verdict on these policies. Red Tape Africa: Economic Policy Impact in Plain English.
2: They are $1.8 globally. They will make 75% of workforce by 2025. They will outspace earnings of baby boomers in less than 10 years. Smartphones and tablets are the argument settlers and fact-checkers for every conversation. Get more insights on African millennials on Africa Business Radio. Towards a profitable Africa
3: wow what's happening lagos what's happening dakar so i have some friends that are doing a road trip around west africa right now and (laughs) he told me some days ago that he got to the border at gambia and was denied visa after going through about seven countries by road and it got together, it was really angry. So, Gambians, what's happening? You denied my friend a visa. That's unfair. All right, it's a very wonderful afternoon again. It's Tommy Wally on the African Millennial Radio Show on Africa Business Radio. And um, I have this very great person with me. I think the first time I met him was at um, a conference by Business Day. We've had a couple of things um, going on at Business Day together, running into each other, and then of course he has his own personal ones and I have my own personal ones too. So I think the first time was there was this um it was a a thing for the staff at Business Day where we both taught at and then we've also had the CEO apprentice where business that teaches um teenagers on entrepreneurship skills. I've followed him for a very long time. I've heard about him from mutual friends also, things like that. And I'm very, very, very fortunate to have him in the studio today to have conversations on a very interesting topic that i've particularly not even put a definition to but then we'll see how it goes it's it's ekondaya anyways (laughs) how you doing now thank you for having me all right sorry before okay guys let's rewind let's imagine i've not mentioned his name so let me say a couple of things about him he's an alumnus of the harvard university executive program where he studied digital marketing this social media marketing and a Google advertising partner is also known as the most successful B two B sales guru in Nigeria. You see how very interesting and lucky we are in the <laughs> studio this afternoon. Ekundaye has worked with brands across the world as a digital marketing consultant to deliver revenue growth from content focused inbound marketing campaigns. Ekundaye is the CEO of Af- of Business Plus Services, leading digital marketing transformation agency, a leading digital marketing transformation agency in Africa. I mean, let me stop there though, right? Because I'm sure if I keep going, I might use the whole time on the show to talk about Ekondaya's, um profile. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm great. I mean, thank you, thank you for coming around, man. It's, thank you for having me. I mean, it's it's a dream come true. Trust me. You might you might think I'm whining, but it's a dream come true because I've always just wished there are more people around to talk about things around data. Uh, The importance of focusing on millennials in marketing business growth and things like that but a couple of people don't get it let me give you a short short story um when get up launched the african millennial report in 2016 i'm talking with chief marketing officers and they're asking me what millennial means (laughs) yeah true story (laughs) true true story wow yeah wow wow so now we are here today and i'm just happy you're here so um this is it first though um, you you have worked with so many brands I mean um, in especially in activation, brands that have existed with the older generation now to transition into getting the attention of the new generation yeah. you've worked with brands who are just starting from this credit It's new in the country and they're just trying to get it get it going you've worked with different brands now in different industries um. What can you say the value of millennials are when it comes to making marketing decisions?
4: Okay, so um, I will say thank you for having me around. uh, From my experience, um, we don't make assumptions about millennials because they have their own space, and per country, decision making processes are different. Okay, so you find that um, what triggers. uh, influence around this part of the world mm. are tied to things like in- entertainment, mm. uh, who they want to be, the showmanship of what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> interest points like um uh, what would other people think about us mm. as against when you go to other countries and what triggers are things like culture? Their emotions, so so, is that it, dist- okay. so there's usually that variation. So there's usually no one size fits all. A okay. country you find different attention okay. span, different interests. Mm. Like um, there are countries we've been to where they are not big on entertainment, but they are okay. millennials, okay. or they are just big on conversations. They are okay. just big on trying to make headway. So okay. um, there is that variation. So you you take a product there and mm. you're not getting the kind of vibe you get in countries mm. like nigeria okay. um, i know a popular beverage drink um, mm-hmm. whose target audience is between the age of 13 to 19 okay. and they're very popular in the market um, when they had a major competition coming to the nigeria market mm. which we worked with at the time the all that matters to the millennia was a bigger bottle, mm. and that big bottle just sold like mad 60 cl exactly not 50 cl, not 50 CL. so that extra. just changed the whole narrative in the industry wow. and they begin to hear kind of campaigns coming out okay. and now they're trying to also fight at price points now so hmm. you begin to see them go 70 100 Naira kind of campaign right. but yet the millennia had gone what used to be had changed okay so those kind of things kind of influence their decision shows okay. their value part time okay. and then you've seen the big brother africa you've seen yeah how that influenced mm-hmm. the kind of uh style the um the way we all shouted and spoke about it mm-hmm. you know but uh, people have even crossed the line where we we'll come call millennials mm-hmm. put it on themselves to ensure <clears throat> that a particular person wins a particular person loses then and we come the divide. Right... themselves yeah. <coughs> exactly
3: yeah yeah okay so obviously i mean if if you're not ready to to have an understanding of how millennials think you're not particularly ready to have an understanding how def- how yeah, have the, an fu- understanding of the future of your, yeah. Of your business yeah. yeah that's that's very okay now um i I'm, I'm seeing this as some sort of a masterclass. So it's a conversation, but then I'm here to learn a lot too. Okay. I'm sure there's someone out there you see. You can Google, go on LinkedIn right now and check Ayane Akundayo. So you have an idea of the kind of person that we're having a conversation with today. Um let me Just bring someone into the studio. Okay. Um There's the Gen Z happening right now. Yeah. Right. Um, so this whole millennial conversation thing, I think started early... Maybe 2010, 2011. So there was 2000 to maybe 2009, right? And then mid 2000s, you had the use of the mobile phone and then attach camera to your phone so you can take a picture. Then social media started and then phones inside the um, cameras inside the phones and you can take a picture of yourself. And then you now started having publishing houses.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, on your phones. (coughs) You get what I'm saying? So all of that started and then um, culture and entertainment, right? Culture and. in, in fashion, so many things now started form the, forming the mindsets of people. Now early 2010, 2011 started and then we now started taking the social media thing more serious, especially blogging and things like that. So mm-hmm. from Lagos, for example, we had the likes of um, Linda Ikeji doing a lot of things online right In South Africa we had the likes of Bonang doing a lot of things online. Right. Um, I'm sure if you're listening from your country right now, you can really think of someone from your country that came up now. It was even around that time that the likes of Kim Kardashian yeah. you know, really picked up a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. That's happened. And then in this decade, a lot of people that were not known before or would have thought that their means of life would have come from somewhere else came through the internet. It was yeah. even really crazy around 2015, 2016, where a lot of video things now started. Yeah. Now there's a new decade coming it's where you have a full-blown um activity with the gen z guys yeah right so they are currently they are 16 they're 14 right um some of them are maybe 21 right now they're in uni they're writing their work they're about to finish school what should organizations look out for because we millennials after some time we'll come down we start having kids and we'll have time yeah it's the younger guys now and then that will be a totally in fact you can see the signs to be a totally different conversation right now from everything you are can you just go full blown on you're talking to so you're talking to an organization now what should they start doing now
4: okay so um first thing is um there's a book written that is called the Innovators Dilemma. I mm-hmm. don't know if you've ever seen the book. Okay, but you should read the Innovators
3: Dilemma. I'm telling people now. Yeah, that's it. That's a hint. <laughs> so
4: a lot of people never saw the fact that when you grow big, mm. there is the bureaucracy it comes with. Mm. The bigger your organization, the more difficult it is to also innovate. Mm. Um, when you're dealing with these young guys, mm. the first thing you want to look at is um, where would they want to be in the next few months and mm. all of that. Mm. One point of interest is that they are heavy on media consumption. Right. So if I'm going to do that, I'll make sure my products are light products such that it doesn't consume heavy data. Okay. So that will give us an insight into the kind of product you want to develop. Okay. Um, We also have um, another product that they need to start looking at, which is um, a product that involves a high level of secrecy. Right. Because the next generation likes secrecy. Mm. So, my son, for example, is just about seven. Okay. And um, he has a desktop. Okay. And every time he's coming to tell me, that they have changed my password. I've changed my password. <laughs> it's so, it's big on, it's it's big on it. Password. So, that shows that there's a generation that is big on secrecy, that is coming behind us. Mm. Now, there's another layer we need to now start looking. They are heavy on lifestyle. They are not heavy on the kind of content we have always wished they can consume. Mm. So, the kind of things... Uh, they will be consuming at things like um uh video content on a very light uh, uh, mode uh they will be consuming a lot of things that comes from uh the music space and then they they tend to change faster with the kind of music that happens so if you check uh, a song that came out recently um or something yeah that's now you see the virality that those songs comes with all these uh, guys Mm -hmm. they have ability to uh do those things that you feel you're a bit mature to do
3: and then it goes faster exactly the way we would have accepted
4: exactly so there's a bit of um they are not uh, they are not as in like cultures I don't want to use the word shame they are not ashamed (laughs) (laughs) as we we would always value Mm. no no I don't want to be saying in that kind of like they Mm -hmm. don't care Mm. so your products you start looking at things like I don't care you know let the campaign line the you know I'm bold enough. I'm, you know, because we're now going to the place where we talk about self I, I and I well,
3: I hope, I'm sorry. I hope that's not going to look funny any you now start telling people to be bold. And they now have different kind of things coming out. No, so, and now you're on the internet. Yeah, You come out to dine-in yeah. with your family. You look different. Yeah, But then you go back into your room. You are something else on the internet.
4: Exactly. So, yeah. so, so the conversation mm. is that if you want your business to succeed, because most businesses... One wants to be that person at the dining table because they feel, oh, that's what's going to drive the conversation. But that's not what's going to drive the conversation. So, you know, I usually give this example. If you're in traffic in Lagos Mm -hmm. um, and you look at the style those guys used to sell, Mm -hmm. you have your kids behind your car. (laughs) Um, They are not selling to you. They are selling to (laughs) the the kids. kids. mostly. they bring the toy close to the kids. kids. And then the trigger... And mm-hmm. interest. Then they begin yeah. to tell the dad or the mom, mm-hmm. I need buy to this. buy this or something. <laughs> so that's how it works. Okay. So your business must be able to create that attention that will make mm-hmm. them shout in, in-house. Mm-hmm. And then the parents need to change their behavior towards them. Uh-huh. So you see them, they're heavy on games. Mm-hmm. So gamification should be something you factor into so, what you do. The style of your product must be able to sustain. Uh, I'm reading a book um, now called Indestructible. Okay. and uh, indestructible uh, yeah okay. how to stay focused and not to be distracted okay. it's actually for people like us it's not for the millennials because okay. they have too much content that is enough to distract them for a lifetime <laughs> everybody's <laughs> generating things that would distract them so you must also be able to do these kind of ads that are in mobile ads rather than wait to have a desktop ad or billboards we can never take those ones out but you also need to have a way that your ads are catchy and then become the talk of town
3: so it could be like an experience um, it could be quite experiential where you say okay walk into this place Play this thing for some time scan it on your phone continue the game and then you so, get so, more. so exactly i'm giving something that i should be consulted for that I exactly should not continue <laughs> so
4: <this thing>. because <laughs> because there is a company that currently mm. that wants to do something like that where ah, you can okay. just scan your phone okay something, and then the avatar will come out mm-hmm. you know um, and then you
3: keep playing and, the game and playing and
4: the game in the mall it's going to be installed in the malls ah, in nigeria from what i gathered so things like that are ah, going to create more attention wow uh, so, if you go to the big malls in Nigeria, especially like mm-hmm. you can take a case study on Monday, okay. you see the volume of people that are there mm. as against the number of cars. Especially if you go to okay. somewhere like Ikeja, you'll see the okay. very young people will be there. Since okay. the public holiday, very okay. young. Uh, people below the age of 20 will be yes, there. Yes, exactly. And you see the number of cars will and be... And then they're just strolling. They're just strolling. They just want to have the experience. They want to go around. And this is Africa. We don't have so much of those uh, kind of malls. So something is missing yes they need to absolutely. be entertained they need the attention
3: Oh thank you very much let's let's have a short break right now and then we're back with more more conversations
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on board the flight that takes you from straightened to straightened. We are seconds from takeoff. We ask that you please fasten your airpiece into your eardrum and please log on to africabusinessradio.com to avoid being distracted. Thank you for choosing Africa Business Radio. Enjoy this cerebral journey.
2: From the moment you wake up, to the moment you go back to sleep, technology is everywhere. It is changing everything so fast that many no longer remember what it is like to live without technology. You might even say, the whole world is mad about tech. Welcome to 989 Tech Talk, only on Africa. Business Radio. They are 1.8 billion globally. They will make 75% workforce by 2025. They will outspace earnings of baby boomers in less than 10 years. Smartphones and tablets are the argument settlers and fact checkers of every conversation. Get more insights on Africa Millennials on Africa Business Radio towards a profitable africa
3: all right welcome back i mean um i'm in school right now and i'm taking notes I And mean, teacher is a condo. i don't know about you but the, i'm sitting in front <laughs> my my matric number is 001 i'm learning a lot this afternoon all right so there's something right. There's this, yeah, shift in Africa, shift in Africa, shift in Africa. But yes, yeah, it's a shift in Africa, and then organizations want to get things coming out of Africa, right? I mean, I was happy. There's a new song out today. Should this be? I like. I listened to the song. It's like, it's Tim Dakola and Emily Sandy. I mean, that was wow. like, interesting. <laughs> I mean, it just came out today. I was like, ah, ah, you know, I <laughs> it's a Christmas song. now Um, that's a good mix. And then people want to get content from Africa. So you're talking about the kids that are just in the mall right now. In, Mm. in half a decade of days, those people would be the ones looking forward to get married now. What is going to keep them? So if you're going to engage those people, definitely the marketing strategy needs to change. And I think that, um, in it changing, they're on their phones. They are seeing how things are done outside. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then the way things are done outside, no one just does it without having an informed decision, yeah, right? Data. You have to have seen what they call data, stats, yeah. and things like that. Now, Africa is it's just a very wide place, right? She Sheya was was traveling, was telling me on Twitter that I was, I think it was in between Mali and maybe Senegal. I said I was just going for about twenty four hours on the road, and everything they saw was green. Just green for twenty-four hours drive, both in the night and the day. No single settlement. Now, in thinking, in perception, Africa is like that. There's so much opportunity, but then. Can you just comment on that? Like, how can an organization just sink into this place?
4: So, so one of the things that baffles me the most Mm. is that uh, most of statistics that we deal with in Nigeria, in Mm. Africa, actually not gotten from us i don't know how they get it but usually it looks like they extrapolate based on certain conversation so i i went to a school at the Mm. time an international school somewhere in the u.s and they will be discussing sales Mm. and strategy and this thing cannot work from where uh, from where i stand as a nigerian this thing cannot work so i would keep telling them in africa this does not work exactly this is based on what you have data here for mm-hmm. so in nigeria there are some sort of data that we need to start focusing on i would encourage every organization to spend funds heavy money like there's a popular bike company you know around nigeria mm-hmm. now yeah. they're very large they go investments mm-hmm. over 50 million dollars from mm-hmm. what we all gathered now do you see their business model mm-hmm. they are creating subsidiaries from every angle mm. now when you now go back how did they get their data that was the time we were all using a particular browser and people would just say oh because it's cheap it's mm-hmm. not it doesn't take much data if mm. it works on future phones people mm. were using their browser heavily they were mm. gathering data right so when they came into the nigeria market and mm-hmm. you see the volume of uh people they are hiring now i think mm-hmm. they have about sixteen thousand people hired oh. and i've seen them work i've been to their offices they don't have the distractions that every other office has so if you go to the office you can't find the tv mm. you can't find uh, all these uh, side you know was creating special food and all of that we all want to do things like google, yeah, google and all google, of yeah, that yeah. these guys <laughs> are very granular they are like mm. nigerians you know mm-hmm. when you go to the roadside like the way nigerians will sell akara that's mm-hmm. how they are that's how they work that's how those guys look and they are making pile of cash they are the plane is highly functional for them now I am saying this because we do recruitment for them, so mm-hmm. I have a couple of guys with them. So right. I understand how these guys—they are focused, they are not distracted. Why? Because they are making de- they are making data interpreted decisions. So they have. It's wisdom. So, so it's wisdom. So when you see the big guys today who are running the multinational, the conglomerate, mm-hmm. and they are running, you know, they they have all this pasta, they have the uh, uh, the beverages, mm-hmm. and they are not taking this data thing serious. Like in the past few weeks, um, uh, you observe that there's a lot of recruitment around hiring people for banks in Nigeria, mm. uh, especially the outsourced staff. And all they need are the people who have national diploma, which is called the ND. Mm-hmm. Could you believe that in the past one week, we've been struggling to get a source where we can get at least a thousand five hundred 500 from a school? that okay this is the archive of the guys who have who have graduated who have this kind of degree Mm -hmm. give it we're giving it to you even if it's for sale or something we are not able to get that currently in nigeria so nobody's taking those kind of categories serious, and people who are who have ended in the past five years are all millionaires because that's like the first option Absolutely. when you finish your mm-hmm. um, um, secondary, secondary school. school. So mm-hmm. most times, people should start. Organizations who want to survive in the future should start looking at that data point. I mean,
3: like, like, Get, Get Up Pink is working on on a report, anyways. It's going to talk about the. Um, behavioral patterns of millennials on the internet exactly right. so, so if you go on com right now you can join the survey it's going to be out in january so at least okay, we're taking fantastic. some steps towards that
4: so some organizations should start looking at keying into that into even that. funding that right to make sure they get the best out of it so right. they should be able to sit down and say look Uh, from what you're going to do want you to extrapolate data for us in this part or region of the country or Mm -hmm. in Africa Mm -hmm. okay want people from so like uh, I was in Egypt and the kind of decision they make in, in Egypt is totally different the style of conversation that the youth in Egypt are having are totally different. Because if you go it's cultural, to Rwanda, it's, 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 it's different. different. It's different. In, every culture drives different yeah. kind of... If you go to Ghana, yeah. you see them, I feel they are laid back, maybe mm-hmm. my own thinking, okay. but the, that's the kind of conversation they are having. Exactly, that's the kind of who they are. Who they are. Mm-hmm. So what kind of products am I going to sell to these guys? Yeah. You know, my company, we expanded to Ghana, we're doing Rwanda, Kenya and all of those places, and we're looking at okay what kind of informed decision so we are talking about online they are doing mm-hmm. webinar in all this part of the world mm-hmm. those guys are not ready for webinar and then when you leave exactly. lagos that sounds like the biggest metropolitan part mm-hmm. and you go to as close as benin do you mm-hmm. know that twitter does not work for us in benin exactly. for all the campaigns we're running there, it's facebook that works facebook, for us can you imagine can you
3: imagine, <laughs> imagine
4: so so people who say they're influencers on twitter on in twitter, benin when you go to the end, they have yeah, two thousand followers it's, 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 And they're influencers. So and but when you come to Lagos if you are not right. having forty thousand, hundred thousand, exactly. nobody takes you serious. Right. So the decision making patterns are different. Mm-hmm. You know, um I was in one of these election stuff um, during the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Went south south and we're talking to uh, a special advisor to the g- governor of a state. Mm-hmm. and the guy said, I don't get I not get uh, Instagram. Wait till you consign me there. People know the day there now. Our people know the there. Exactly.
3: That's what he <laughs> believes. Yeah, people are not there. Well, so. so well I, I would I would kind of agree with him. I, I I did, a, I did a project with the federal government in December 2016, and then we put some things on NTA. NTA, the cable TV does not have up to... I heard doesn't have up to 4 million. Yeah. NTA has Nigeria. Yeah. We had a gap for registration. We had a gap from 35 people to about 14 people in less than two weeks just by doing terrestrial TV. So I can understand what the what the man is saying. Yeah. So, um, wow, this is... Can we have a one-hour show? (laughs) (laughs) Ekunda, I would like to come back to the studio. Yeah, I'm open to that. Okay, okay. No problem. All right, you know, guys, Um, first of all, go on LinkedIn, search Ekunda Ayeni, right? Ask him questions, ask him, get him as a consultant. He knows these things, right? Also, go on getupink.com and take the African Millennial Survey right there. It's going to be a report that will talk about the behavioral patterns of um, African millennials, right? So that when you're making your marketing decisions, you have some information to back it up. And then you can have a very, very wonderful and prosperous business year in, in, in the coming set of months. All right. Um, thank you, Ekundaya. Thank you for the insights. Thank you thank for especially, um, uh, what's it called? Emphasis on cultural differences. It's a very, very important thing. All right, guys. It's about to be a very, very interesting weekend. Ekundaya says is going to be back in the studio again. So let's look forward to that. All right, then. Have a beautiful time and have a very restful weekend. Yeah, bye.
0: Listening to Africa Business Radio, where you get up to date insights on the Africa business landscape. Log on to www.africabusinessradio.com. Your favorite shows are available as podcasts. Download them on our website and mobile app. Africa Business Radio Towards a Profitable Africa.